Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz, and head of content at Fansided Entertainment and frequent guest of the pod, Natalie Zamora. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got a new Stranger Things season four teaser. It's the first one we've seen in more than a year. And it confirmed the return of a major character. So we're going to dive in and break all of that down. Probably go way too deep there. But then uh, after that, we're going to talk about the Circle Season 2 finale. Uh, So I guess, did you guys watch the teaser? What do you think? Initial reaction. Sum it up in like a couple couple seconds. Hi. Confused. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we should preface. Cody has seen Stranger Things a little bit. I have the a very basic knowledge of the show. Yeah. I've not like watched it, but I have like a knowledge of it enough to where even if I watched it, though, I think I would have been confused because it was very mm-hmm. like very on brand for Netflix. Like nothing too much, just enough to drop like these little Easter eggs that are going to have us talking <laughs> for plenty of months now. That's I think that I was just like confusion would be one word to describe it. Like my initial reaction was like, what am I looking at here? But also like super exciting that it's like. I don't know. It it feels like that we've been getting Stranger Things teasers for like a long time. But then when you actually look in like the last one was in February 2020, like that's a really, really long time. Yeah, that was so it was just so depressing getting that teaser the from Russia with love and um, and then thinking, OK, Stranger Things season four, it's coming within a few months. And obviously it didn't happen. So I think just getting any content from the show <laughs> made me like hyperventilate, even though it wasn't a full length trailer like we were hoping for. I know I watched it like 42 times, <laughs> but OK, so we're going to describe that. But before we get into all that, I just want to say that. Today's episode of Netflix Live, a streaming TV podcast, is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. The new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we were one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news. What makes this trimmer different than all the other trimmers? It's got a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock uh, created for people who like to travel. The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn on a 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The new trimmer even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one to four. And looks wise, it's sleek with the two-tone matte and gloss finish, even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. Show that mower off loud and proud. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. So do you want to do you want to share what we saw in the in the teaser and what stood out to you most, Natalie? Yeah. So we're back in the Hawkins lab um, and 
we see children. This is presumably the rainbow room where Eleven came from. That was my first thought. Like, okay, this is maybe a backstory for Eleven going on here. Uh, Brenner is back. And though he's presumably dead, I'm sure he's going to be back just through flashbacks. I don't know if he's alive somehow. That would be interesting. But it seems like this whole thing might have been a flashback. And then at the very end, he's calling out to Eleven, who is there very briefly, and then it ends. So it was definitely a teaser. Didn't give away too much. But I'm wondering if we're going to get a bunch of flashbacks in season four, or this was really just like kind of a one-off, like here's something to get you hyped. Yeah. That's why I don't know too. Like, it seems like, so it's good that they confirmed uh, Brenner. Cause like Cody and I have talked about this on the podcast for a while now, there's been rumors and stuff about it. And mm-hmm. then to, to finally confirm it was actually like, I don't know, a breath of fresh air. It one, it makes me wonder like, what's, what's next um, mm-hmm. in, in terms of like, is it flashbacks or is he really back? The ending made me think like, oh, is he like really, is he reaching out to Eleven in like the present timeline of mm. the show? Which I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if he like, it's it's cut in a way like you can't see him talking to the kids. Mm. You can only see him walk into the room and then it's a voiceover and you don't know like, is he saying something to Eleven who's then in the room or is he saying something to Eleven who is somewhere else and like he's figured out a way to like find her through the void or whatever. I don't know. Mm. Cody, as someone who hasn't watched the show, what do you think just like in terms of like this one minute little clip? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it definitely, it does its job. Like it gives people, like people are already theorizing like what every little detail could mean. Like, what did the blocks we saw mean? What are the numbers? Like, I think that's what Netflix's goal is always with these different teasers. Like they want to get people mm-hmm. talking and they've definitely succeeded with doing that with the stranger things teaser. Um, I think we'll be curious to see like, if they do flashbacks, can they do it? Well, mm-hmm. like some shows yeah. I feel like over rely on flashbacks. Like at a certain point in watching arrow, I was done with the flashbacks. I'm like, we've seen him on the Island mm-hmm. and now suddenly he's like in another country. He's off the Island. And it's like, they just muddled a little too much. It's like, if they do it, it needs to be like tight because if you do flashbacks too frequently or you kind of expand them too much, like you can lose fan interest, but I don't see Mm -hmm. that happening with stranger things. I feel like they've always had like a good focused way of storytelling. Um, It'll just be a matter of like, is this going to be like a one-off or see like a flashback in one episode or will it be like something that could continue throughout like the season? That's like the Mm -hmm. the weird thing is, We've like grown up. I say grown up. I'm an. I was an adult when I watched the show for the first time. I'm still an adult. We've watched the kid, like the kid, the cast grow up. So if you yeah. take us like to how old they are now, like they were very like the ages of the characters in the beginning. Now they're like 17, 18, maybe 19, 20. Now I don't know when the show will come out. But if you're gonna do a flashback, I really hope that it's like actually. Like we're looking at Millie Bobby Brown. Like if you compare the two, it'll just be really, really weird if they're like going to throw on like a different wig or like the bald <laughs> cap or like, like yeah. that's the worry when you do the flashback the flashbacks is like the characters just look weird. And in like, I guess like you said too, Stranger Things is one of those shows that it takes like so long to come out, but then we only are with the characters over like a set amount of days and like it just makes me think are they going really flashback heavy for like one episode or is this going to be stretched mm-hmm. out how long is like 
how many days is this season going to take place <laughs> over? Cause now we have people all over the world. Basically it just yeah. doesn't really jive with like what they've done in the past. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think that this season is going to be really big for 11 and just like her self exploration because one, she's like a young adult now. Um, she's a woman basically Two, she's not in Hawkins anymore. So she's going to be without Mike and uh, not on her own, but she's going to be in a new environment. And then it might be super backstory heavy. So she was already the main character, but I think it's going to be even more focused on, you know, where she came from and who she's going to be in this season. Yeah, I agree. I think, I hope that they do that. I think that that's like, that's my favorite part of the show. I love just like hanging out with the kids, like going <laughs> to the movie theater, but like, it's always really been about like 11's journey. And like, yeah. we still have, there's like, there's so much that we don't know. There's so much that we do know. But then when you actually look back and are like, what actually happened? Like we've only seen little snippets about like yeah. what happened in the lab. And then like that has shaped so much of who she is. So it's hard to be like how they're going to go forward. They obviously have to go back and like make up all this ground that they've mm -hmm. covered and like show us kind of why 11 is the way she is other than what we've already seen. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I guess too, if we do dive back into 11's backstory, that means new people with powers, which Cody loves superheroes. So he's all in <laughs> already. You'll be a fan of this season, but I think that that's kind of what the teaser did too, like with the numbers, because 11 yeah. is obviously like 11. That means that there's at least 10, 10 others that, well, nine others. We already know Kaylee, who's number eight, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that we'll definitely meet, what do you think, two or four? I can't remember. There was like that weird, I think that it's called Plinko in, yeah. Uh, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Like yes. the, the Plinko board, what were the numbers? I missed it was I, like four and then seven, maybe. Yeah, I think it was four, seven and eight or maybe four, seven and nine. I can't remember the last number, but I know four and seven were in there. I just can't remember if it was mm -hmm. eight or nine. I feel like it definitely teased like the introduction of these new characters with powers. Like that mm -hmm. seemed a very prevalent like theme throughout. Like we saw like other people that granted they didn't like zoom in on like any and like you could tell like they weren't like a cast reveal. But it's like obviously mm -hmm. they're hinting that we're going to dive into that kind of story more this season and find some of these characters we haven't really touched on before, which I think provides the show with a lot of potential, not just for the season, but even like, could one of those like be the plot to launch like a spinoff? Like, could that be how Stranger Things finally expands their storyline is like introducing a new character and then kind of doing a spinoff on their journey, kind of like they, what they've done with Eleven and the, the core show. So it'll be really interesting to see like how much those characters might come into play, how many we might meet and what their roles could be, not just in the season, but going long-term. Yeah, the Duffer brothers do have the exclusive deal with Netflix. It's all right there. I think that it's definitely going to happen. As long as I can buy more Nike Stranger Things shoes, like I'm fine. We can just do this for like literally like 10 years. I'll be good. Maybe even longer. I don't know. Um, how do you, are you ready to meet new people with powers, Natalie? That was like a source of like, I don't know, controversy, I guess, when yeah. they did it in the second season. Did you like it then or do you like it now? I did not like it then only because of their execution. I feel like the way mm -hmm. that they went about just having like one episode about um, the others and, you know, 11's little like emo stage. It was so cute, but it, it just came out of nowhere. And I think they just dropped it in because they were like, we need to add this. It would be cool. But it took away from the main story that was going on. 
And I feel like the tone was so different that I didn't like it, but I do like the idea of meeting more of them. I think if it's just executed in a different way, I would be excited. Yeah. And that was the weird thing about it. Like they, I think the first scene of season two is Kaylee when she does like the whole thing, she makes it look like the bridge is crashing on like the cops Mm. who are like after her gang. And then we like, don't see her for like, seven episodes or something. And then all of a sudden uh, 11 is like thrown in with that group. The pacing was really weird. Like I think yeah. that they had just, maybe they didn't just kill um, Bob at that point and then jump to that episode. I can't remember that, like how it's actually structured, but it was, yeah, it would, t- it just felt off. I liked the episode of like allowing 11 to like go on her journey before she like realizes like she has a home in Hawkins. I think that, but they could have mm-hmm. just done it a lot better spread out over multiple episodes and maybe not got like super dark with like <laughs> kill this dude. And she's like, I don't want to <laughs> like that kind of lot that Cody has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the other thing that people are talking about is the, the, if they tease the release date or not, because anytime that there's a clock or any sort of numbers, everyone is like, is that the stranger things release date? We've been doing it since the second season when they shared <laughs> some numbers in a teaser, um, I think that people, so at the bottom on the caption of the video was 002 slash 004. And so people thought that meant it was coming out February 4th, 2022, which happens to be a Friday, which is not making Ooh. it better. <laughs> that was my initial like half thought. I knew that if there was going to be a number in the caption, it was going to be important. So I was like, okay, two, four, but I was kind of like, that's too easy or not obvious enough at the same time, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So, yeah. And I think, do we pretty much have confirmation now what it means? Yeah, I think so. I think so. The first teaser that they shared for the the season, which was like that Hopper was alive. It was from Russia with love. I think it was Mm -hmm. what, what it was called. That caption, it had 001 slash 004, which like means, I think, putting all this together, there's four mm-hmm. teasers that are coming. We've seen the first two. Yeah. And then I think like somebody tweeted out that theory and then the Stranger Things writers responded with an emoji. So they do like that to tease. To <laughs> they do like to tease. Yeah, they do. I don't know. What do you think, Cody? Any thoughts there? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where Netflix has definitely like trained us to look for numbers. Like even yeah. when like a character or an actor says a number in like the teaser trailer, it's like when they did the summer movies preview. Yes. It was like the kissing booth. It's like eight eleven. Wait, does that mean something? And then they confirmed it's like that's coming August eleven. So it's like they they kind of trained us to look for these numbers. Uh-huh. But I feel like it's looking more like that. It is the number of teasers we're getting which it's going to be really curious to see like how they space these other two out. There was, a, like you said, a year gap, more than a year gap between the first and the second teaser. We've already kind of touched on like, there's an anticipation that season four might not come until 2022. So it's like, are they going to space these out like a couple of months now instead of going like a year between? Um, I mean, I feel like February, we kind of thought season four could drop in February, 2020. So it's like, it could make sense, like a February release, especially being on a Friday. But I feel like the trailer angle is the one that fans should be latching onto and kind of theorizing around. Yeah, it's, it is funny that like, it's definitely possible. Like if it gets bumped to 2022, like it could be ready for like February through like May, somewhere in there. So it makes sense. I'm not like saying that people are like 
super wrong, but like, I think that it's pretty obvious that that's not what it is as much as I want it to be that <laughs> I want the release date. Yes. I think honestly, at this point, as far as the release date and you guys tell me what you think, but like, it seems like no one truly knows when this show is coming out. And it's probably because they are not like, it doesn't seem like they're close to production ending. And like, there's so many theories about, is this another season that they're working on? And it really seems like that they're not working on another season and that this is just like how long this stuff takes. That's my take at least. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're filming back to back. That would be awesome, but it doesn't seem that way at all. Yeah. I think the only benefit of filming back to back would be like we said, like the characters are obviously aging quickly. And since mm-hmm. the timeline hasn't really jumped too, too far, like it makes sense to try to wrap them. But I feel like if they were like, they would already put like that news out there somehow. Netflix is, I feel like the top brass, like is the only person who usually knows. Cause like, if you look at a lot of yeah. these other shows, like the Lucifer showrunners always would get like flooded with when is it coming? And their answer is always, <laughs> we literally don't know. Like it's up to Netflix when they're going to schedule and release it. So I feel like there's almost like the cast and you know creators are almost in, as equally in the dark as we are sometimes with when yeah. Netflix might schedule some of these shows out. Yeah. The, the reason that I think, well, Finn Wolfhard said like 2022 in like that weird fan meo that we already talked about, but like, uh, it just like doing the math, like it just doesn't add up to like, there's just too much left unless they're further along than everyone thinks, but it truly doesn't seem like that. <laughs> um, so 2022, that's what I'll say. It, do you want to, uh, pivot, uh, Cody to the circle season two? Yeah, the show I've been anticipating talking about ever since yesterday when we are, or Wednesday when the finale dropped, my days just blend into one. Um, but yeah, so the circle season two ended and spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't yet watched the finale. Alert. Uh, we saw Trevor was the, Trevor or Delisha became the first like catfish to win the show, which is only two seasons in. So I feel like it wasn't like that, but it is, I feel like a big deal that we have our first catfish winner already this early on. Um, she narrowly edged out Chloe who, I kind of anticipated Chloe was going to be the winner just because she was so well-liked among all the other contestants. Like even when they were coming at her, like she still was like an influencer. Like I think the Mm -hmm. most of everybody this season, she had the most influencer spot. So I thought it was hers to win. I was happy with either. So once it came down to those, I was like, I really don't care who wins. I like them both equally. Uh, But what were your guys' thoughts on the finale and winner? Yeah, I felt the same way. I really liked Delisa and I love Chloe. But I was kind of more happy that Delisa won because I think like she wanted the money for her child, for her family. And Chloe had a good answer as well. But I think Chloe is already an influencer and might have more opportunities elsewhere than Delisa might. This is just I might be wrong here, but I think that, you know, Chloe is probably going to be on more reality shows, whereas Delisa might now just hang back with her family. And that's adorable. Too hot to handle season two is coming out soon. Yeah. Is Chloe, will Chloe be there? We'll see. No, I, yeah, I agree. I wanted um, Trevor slash uh, Delisa to win for pretty much the whole time. I thought that like, I like the catfish angle. I was hoping mm-hmm. that like a catfish would win. And it was crazy that uh, all the people that got sent home were like their normal selves. And then yeah. all the people who were catfishing made it to the finals. I thought that was like really weird. And I think it just shows like, the level of strategy is like improving in the game and trying to be yourself and prove that you're yourself might like come off as like not being authentic really Mm -hmm. like rather than just like trying to skate by and do whatever you can 
I thought it was I thought that maybe Chloe would in would win or I was really leaning towards River because they he was the super influencer right before. And then I thought he kicked out the right person with Mitchell because Mitchell had him like last. And so I was like doing the math like if the but then Courtney did what I also thought was going to happen which he ranked River lowest because he thought that he was going to win. And I was like, oh, so like that's how it opened up like the lane for like um, Trevor to to win there. Did you guys think that that was weird too? Yeah, I think you definitely saw more strategy this season, like just across the whole gameplay. Like, but especially with the finale, like, I was going into him like these people are smart. Like they're talking about it. I'm going to rank mm-hmm. this person lower because I think they'll be ranked higher by mm-hmm. other people. And I almost wonder if that played into why Trevor or Delisha won because I, I think it was Jack and Lisa when they were doing their rankings, they're like, let's put Trevor as one because he's ranked low all the time for other people. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think that's what gave her the push mm-hmm. like over Chloe is that people thought, Oh, Trevor will be ranked low normally. So let's rank him high. And then of course it paid off in the end that that was who the win was. Cause it's like, there was definitely more strategy this season. I think it was a big upgrade mm-hmm. between season one and two. Like, even though it was only its second season, like the contestants came in, there was more drama. Like they weren't as afraid to like push the envelope and stir the pot a little bit, which is kind of fun mm-hmm. and what Savannah. you want in a reality show. And then they were strategic. We saw more catfishes make it further this season because they yeah. played the game yeah. and like they came in prepared. Yeah, I did think that was really smart though. Cause in the beginning of the season, I was like, why do they have notebooks? And then, well, for people that weren't catfishing, I don't know what they were writing. But then when, <laughs> when Delisa would take out her notebook and be like, oh, what is this like athlete I said I liked or I should know or whatever. Um, um, mm-hmm. That was definitely smart because I'm certain they don't have cell phones. So they need to take yeah. notes somewhere. Yeah. It's like they should. I, I wonder what they do for like the most of the time. Cause like we only see like, mm-hmm. well, first of all, how long is that? Did they film that? Was it like a week? Like, was yeah. it like three weeks? Like I honestly have no idea how much time I passed. I think it's only like a few weeks because I noticed when Lance and Emily got eliminated. So Jack and Lisa, they mentioned something about like seven or nine days. And I'm like, well, that's pretty mm. early. Like, we're almost done with the season. If they've only been in the game that long, I'm like, they must film this really condensed wise. And then yeah. it's spaced out in the episodes. But I'm like, I guess it makes sense. Like, you don't have like the context. Like, there's not a bunch of competitions like you see on like Survivor and Big Brother and yeah. these other reality shows. They're literally but, just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense that it would be a fast process. Which it makes me wonder, like, why can we not have 10 seasons of this show? Like, <laughs> A year, <laughs> six seasons of the circle every two months is a new season. It's just new players coming in. Are there any, um, I guess, who are your favorites? We've talked about this a little bit already, but did anyone like by the end, any big moves like sway you guys? I mean, Chloe is still just my favorite from the very beginning, just because I knew her. But to be honest, I feel like I really came around to liking them all. Like, I think Mm -hmm. Courtney played a really good game. I think Lee was just adorable. Like, you can't dislike (laughs) him. Um, So I think in the end, and like Jack and Lisa, I feel like we're just such a good pairing together. I think that I already thought Jack was funny. I didn't know too much about Lisa. I didn't get a sense for her personality. So then when they were together, it was super entertaining. So to be honest, like, I think I was surprised that I ended up just liking the majority of them. Yeah, same. What about you, Cody? Anyone? My MVP probably would have been Trevor or Delisha. Just I loved her gameplay like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like 
I was so afraid when she had the trivia question about the basketball like players. Like I was so nervous that she was going to miss. It. I'm like, no, no, this is not what happened with Emily. And I'm like, yeah. there was no other point in that season where I was that worried for another contestant. I'm like, I really am rooting for her. And I think it was also like Natalie touched on a little bit earlier is we knew why she was playing. Like she was doing this for mm-hmm. her family. It wasn't just to get her name out there. Like she was there. She wanted to get this money for her family to be able to use it on a house. And it's like, how can you not root for someone when they're coming in with such pure intentions to begin with? And then her gameplay was just so good throughout the entire game, like being able to play as a guy. And like she said, like in the finale, like how she would have to think about how would her husband say this, not how she would say it. Mm-hmm. Like that takes strategy. I would flub. Like I would have been like, <laughs> if I was to go in and play as a catfish, I would give myself away so early. So I think mm-hmm. she's my MVP this season or Trevor, however you want to toss it out there. No, I, that's, yeah, that's fair. I think I didn't really hate any of the characters. I just didn't like, it's fitting. I feel like that the characters who were like the characters, here I go again, (laughs) contestants who were like the least drama causing, well, sort of like, at least like Courtney was causing like the anonymous drama, but like no one knew Mm -hmm. that it was Courtney, but like the people who were like putting other people on blast and like, you know, calling them out were the ones who got like voted out. And I was like, okay, well, like, that's not a good strategy in this game where you talk, like where you talk to people for like 10 minutes, like that impression is just a bad one. And everyone was like very quick to like, if there was any drama, it seems like that they were like quick to get that person out, which I liked because Mm -hmm. kind of like the first season, I like started, like you like everyone by the end and you like that when they go into like the meal thing and they meet each other, but it's like fun and not like contentious, I guess. Yeah, you just need that little bit of drama. Just to, just mm-hmm. a little. You don't need someone like going yeah. to personal attacks. Like just sprinkle yeah. those seeds, kind of like Courtney did. Like toss out some things. You don't have to go like full in and tear down a person's character. Just like you're coming from a game thing. So I think mm-hmm. there was a good strategy this season. Which is definitely different than how I watch other reality shows. <laughs> Normally I'm like, burn it all down. <laughs> um, do we? Ha- do either of you know when... Any updates on season three? I haven't heard anything. Yeah, it seems like Netflix has been pretty, pretty tight lipped over when the next season will come. I feel like we haven't really seen two seasons of like a big reality show drop in the same year. So I'll be curious to see if maybe they surprise us and do like a fall season. I mean, we see it on broadcast, like The Voice, Dancing with Stars used to, like Survivor, like all those big reality shows. They are multiple seasons. So could this be the year that Netflix decides to do that? Hopefully, but I feel like we're probably going to look at like another spring launch for season three. So unfortunately you might have to wait until 2022, but that's just my, that's the trend they've been playing at. And I just don't see them changing it. No, I agree. I think that's fair. Any potential contestants? Like I want to see maybe one of the love is blind people. I think that that would be really interesting. Um, cause they're already like used to spilling their guts to a mm-hmm. wall. Like this is to like a TV. They could do it the same. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of like any bachelor people who would be really funny <laughs> on it. <laughs> Anyone who's problematic. I want to yeah. see one of the catfish people like come and play as the other oh. person, like the real oh, Emily yeah. come and play as Jack or like, can you imagine if they got Lance Bass to come and play as Yeah. Them? yeah. <laughs> It's only two weeks, Lance. You can do it. Um, <laughs> I also, I had this idea of watching like a married couple, I think would be really oh, interesting. Yeah. They've already done like the mom and son or maybe like the dad and son. I feel like that could get <laughs> real good. Um, or like two strangers who don't know each other. I like that dynamic mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. Jack and Lisa, how they kind of played on each other. I don't know any, we've got, a, like I said, Too Hot to Handle season two is coming out in June. Any other reality shows the peeps should watch? 
Um, I don't know on Netflix, but I mean, we do have The Bachelorette coming back also on ABC. Yeah. So definitely another one of those kind of like good reality staples to watch this summer. That sounds good. Any final thoughts before we have to go? Stranger Things, The Circle. I don't have anything else. <laughs> Stranger Things with the speechless and, and puzzled and The Circle, I feel like gave us another good season. So definitely agreed. like a lot of excitement going on for Netflix viewers. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Uh, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we've got a new episode coming next week, and so we'll see you then. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.